Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film podcast. I'm Ryan, and join me as we step into the Lego Ninjago movie and Kingsman, the Golden Circle, in today's review episode. I can show you the world. Just take a look through my eyes. Two new movies came out this weekend, uh, relatively big movies, not it big, but, you know, substantial weekend openings. Uh, the first we're going to talk about is the Lego Ninjago movie, the third Lego movie to come out in the last two years or so. Uh, first Lego movie from 2015, and then earlier this year we had the Lego Batman movie. I really like the Lego Batman movie. And I was pretty excited for the Lego Ninjago movie. I don't know anything about Ninjago in and of itself. I don't know anything about the toy line or the characters or the whatever going on. But the t- trailer that I had seen half a dozen times was pretty funny. And I liked both of the Lego movies before this. So I was pretty interested, excited for it. And uh, first impressions, slightly disappointed. I think the movie's fine i think it's just okay uh it's it's got a lot of problems that the other lego movies didn't have uh first being there's too many characters main characters in the group of ninjas because i couldn't keep them straight you know fred armison and michael pena were like the same person to me and honestly i could have done without either of them I think it would have been so much better with like four characters and those would have been uh, Franco, Kumail, Zach Woods, and Abby Jacobson's characters. I think that would have been a much better team. I'm sure that there were six characters in the Ninjago series on TV, but there's too many people for the movie. They couldn't make that work the same way that the Lego movie did. Because in the Lego movie, I can, like, even now, you know, you've got Wild Styles and Batman and Liam Neeson's Cop, and you had the Spaceship Guy, and you had Emmett, and you had the Evil Guy, played by Will Ferrell. Like, I, it was so much easier in the Lego movie to pick out all the characters. And even, like, a Batman movie, like, those are all recognizable characters to a much wider audience. And I just don't think the movie did enough to differentiate the ninjas especially from each other in this movie. Uh, outside of Dave Franco uh, as Lloyd, uh, obviously Abby Jacobson was the only female ninja. Kumail was decent. Zach Woods is a robot. So, you know, like there are small obvious things, but the characters themselves kind of blended together for me. Uh, that being said, I love Justin Theroux. I thought he was just as good as Will Ferrell was at being the villain of the movie. Uh, I thought his... His, his his delivery, his humor was pretty spot on. Um, his goat four-letter word sequence I thought was f- fantastic. I still quote that now, and this has been four days since then. Uh, I think that you know he and some of the sort of plays on villainy in the movie are fine. Uh, it's not ni- nearly as deconstructive as the lego batman movie was or the lego movie was itself so i don't know it just kind of felt like it was treading the same old ground what was interesting and like kind of the new element that this movie brings is the cat meowthra which is adorable adorable cat but i don't think 
beyond the ultimate weapon being what the ultimate weapon was, I didn't feel like that much more was brought to the movie. You know, I thought it was clever in the same way that the craggle was clever, but this in and of itself, the movie and, and the ultimate payoffs did not satisfy me the same way that they did in the Lego movie. So ultimately, I'm pretty meh on the movie as a whole. That's kind of where I landed on it. Uh, so I think I think that the Lego movies have sort of run their course in a sense, at least as far as continue like I don't know I still I'm still interested in like the Lego movie sequel like a legitimate sequel to the Lego movie and I don't know what other Lego movies are kind of on the horizon if any but I can look um, I know that the sequel is being made or in production so I'm interested in that I think that's going to be hopefully that'll be something worth seeing I'm assuming Lord and Miller are involved in some way. Uh, they weren't really involved in this movie, which is probably part of why it didn't succeed as well. Uh, let me see here. Let me see here. Phil Lord. Um, mm. Yeah, this doesn't really... He's This doesn't have them listed on any other... Lego movies besides the sequel. So Lego may be taking a step back and seeing if that movie can still bring in some money because this one is cratering at the box office. Uh, making barely $20 million opening weekend is awful given how much Batman and the first Lego movie made. It just, I don't know, it just, it doesn't reinvent the wheel in the same way that I think the other two movies did. Like Batman was an actually good Batman movie and a different take on Batman. And and the Lego movie itself was just a unique and interesting spectacle that we hadn't really seen before in uh, an animated movie. And it used Legos in a very interesting way. It had very memorable characters. And ultimately, you know, it had a great soundtrack and, and score. The animation looked fantastic, and the animation in this looks great. Like it doesn't look bad at all, but it's just more the same in a sense, I think. And my biggest, so my my biggest issue is just how many characters there were, and I don't think the voice acting was as good. I thought Kumail did a good job. Franco was fine. Justin Theroux was amazing, but everyone else was okay. You know, nobody really stuck out. They weren't, none of these people were Chris Pratt. None of them uh, were, were Elizabeth Banks. None of them were Batman. You know, it just, it was tough for these people to really set themselves apart, especially amidst the ninjas themselves. Because, you know, even Abby Jacobson and Kumail and Zach Woods, who are the three other ninjas I liked, uh, they don't, they don't get a chance to do enough. They don't have their, their own moments to shine and, that's frustrating. It's very frustrating. Uh, as, well, as far as Jackie Chan, I thought he was okay. I kind of, I don't know. I, I wish he'd, I, I don't know what more he could have done. You know, voice acting doesn't, like I realized he was in the Jackie Chan adventures for a few handful of years, but I don't 
like his voice is not really what people want to see and I, I get like he has his name his his name carries with it a, a certain amount of pedigree but uh, you know you don't go to a Jackie Chan movie to hear him talk you go to see him do things and so I, I feel like that's kind of a wasted use of his character and his name ultimately so I'm not really sure how this could have been fixed you know maybe if you had just used the original voice cast from the Ninjago series uh, you could even like other than Garmadon which I totally love like Justin Throw is probably the only improvement <laughs> over the original voice cast so keep him but make everybody else who they originally were I I don't know. I don't know what else you could really do to fix this. Because I, I think it has its own problems. and It's still it's still really funny. There's still a lot of funny scenes in it, funny moments. Uh, the humor is fine. But it's not going to linger with you as long as any of the other LEGO movies did. So, LEGO Ninjago movie. Fine. Average. Moving on. The other movie that released this weekend and is making roughly $40 million this weekend is Kingsman, The Golden Circle, sequel to Kingsman, The Secret Service from 2014. And this movie uh, watches as the Kingsmen are easily, easily dismantled and must resort to finding their uh, United States cousins in the statesman and i think that that premise holds some water i i think that you know it's interesting to kind of expand the world of kingsmen and and go explore other countries and things like that i like that good idea i was i was hooked by the new premise i did not care for the return of colin firth he's been only advertising so that's not really a spoiler and Honestly, the the payoff in the movie, I don't think it's really worth it. I think it's a letdown. I think as great as Colin Firth was in the first movie, I don't think we needed him in the second movie. And I think it would have made for a better experience overall. Uh, And it wouldn't have required us to have so many kind of quote-unquote twists in the last half an hour to an hour of this movie, which kind of felt exhausting at some points the movie is very long it's two hours and 15 minutes and it's it's really it's it's very very exhausting it has pacing issues just like the first movie not as much as the first movie but definitely has pacing problems it doesn't exactly end on its high notes either uh, it, 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 you know, it definitely has a bit of a problem in terms of like organizing its action in that none of the action scenes really felt that grand. I think they were all kind of, it felt like all of them were almost holding back in a way, which is really problematic in my opinion, because, you know, most, almost all of them half of the characters aren't involved that are actually at that scene which is really stupid in my opinion and like obviously the plot makes it so but I don't know why they would make it that way it feels like they're just 
trying to hide things until the end and then the end comes and you're not kind of rewarded for waiting all of this time the let's see mark strong probably had the best scene in the movie which might seem strange uh, it's not a scene that's in the trailers but you'll know it when you see it i love that scene i think it's it's really good really emotional really strong very much a fan i like chen tatum in this I liked Halle Berry in this. You know, if we get a third movie, I really would love to see more Halle Berry involved in it. Uh, we'll see if that comes to fruition or not. Julianne Moore was fantastic uh, as the villain. I thought she did a great job. And other than that, I don't know. It felt like it didn't have the spark that the original one had. It was a little... I, I don't know. It, it's it's a better movie, in my opinion, than Ninjago. Like, Ninjago's okay. I thought Kingsman was just on the other side of good. Uh, or on the right side of good, rather. And, like, the action is still fun, even if it's not as satisfying as the original was. And I think some of the early on connections that the movie makes to the first movie, I liked. I thought those were really smart. And they made sense. You know, it was like feeling filling in potential loopholes that I personally wasn't even considering and I liked that quite a bit uh, so so for the most part I'm favorable to the movie I think Jeff Bridges totally wasted not really useful uh, Pedro Pascal uh, who plays the character of Whiskey I thought he was uh, he did a great job as his character and uh you know it's it's tough um the movie makes a lot of comments on drugs and drug use that i sh don't think it really picks a side on somehow because julianne moore is a drug kingpin and that she like holds the world ransom over drugs but then sequences and, and motivations and opinions in the movie kind of become determined based on whether or not you think drugs are a good thing. And I don't think the movie fully takes a side on that. I guess if you had to pick a side, I would have to, I guess I'd have to say that it comes down on the side of like drugs should be fine. But I wish the movie would have done more in that at least picked aside more resolutely because i don't feel like it does it presents sides on of both of the arguments that make sense uh but it doesn't it refuses to kind of pick a side and that's i mean it's like a summary action blockbuster type of movie that's coming out in september so i'm not really expecting it to be that sort of meta commentary really but i do think it's it's lightweight and i wish it had been a little heavier so man i don't really have a lot to talk about either of these movies i'm not like super excited about them but i'm not super against them either uh they both kind of were just letdowns for me uh, so i don't know the <laughs> There's one line, uh, if you've seen the trailers, then you see the scene where Pedro Pascal and Taron Egerton are trapped in that sort of glass globey thing. It's part of a ski lift, actually. 
and uh, you see them in the trailer swinging down the cable towards like a snowy mountain. That's a decent scene. I like that scene. Uh, the ending of that scene probably has the best line in the movie. I think it was the line that got the biggest reaction of the th- about out of the audience that I saw this movie these movies this movie with, and I I thought it was fu- <laughs> hilarious. It was very funny, and yeah, I don't know, man. It's there's not much more to say. I don't really want to go into spoilers. I, you know, still a new movie, so. If you like the first movie, you're going to enjoy this movie. It's just not going to be as creative, as unique, as entertaining. But it's going to be fun. Bar none. Uh, Lego Ninjago. Ugh, you probably don't even need to see that. It's, I doubt it's going to play any roles in the next Lego sequel. So, honestly, you can pretty much avoid it as far as I'm concerned. Um... This is a shame. Like these are two movies I was pretty excited for, and they both kind of came in lukewarm for me, uh, and that's pretty disappointing. I um so to kind of move past that and look toward the future, uh, we have some movies coming out next week. Maybe those will be better. Next week we have. American Made, starring Tom Cruise and Donald Gleason. It's currently got an 88% Rotten Tomatoes. Pretty good. Uh, we've got the new Flatliners remake, which I think is going to be bad. Um, there's the movie Lucky, starring Harry Dean Stanton, which I'm excited for. Um, very sh- very sad about Harry Dean Stanton's passing. I thought... I think he's a fantastic actor. He was recently on my top 10, I think in July. Uh, and uh, it's a shame. It's it's a great shame that he's no longer with us. And um, yeah, uh, Battle of the Sexes, I think is going to expand. I still have to see Stronger. Stronger came out this weekend as well. I have not yet seen it, but I'm going to get on it this week and maybe have a review episode for that. Uh, but then... Um, yeah, I don't know. Short episode, guys. I don't have much else to say about these movies. Uh, you can head over to circleoffilm.com uh, if you want to learn more about me, the podcast, the show, other episodes, etc. You can uh, send any of your comments, concerns, questions, or answers to circleoffilm at gmail.com. And if you would like to support the show, head over to patreon.com slash circleoffilm to find out how to do that and see what you can get from it. And as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same goodnight. I know she'll never leave me, even as she fades from view.